Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Janet Huxley. Good morning, Crusaders. Welcome to Thursday, April 27th, 2023. I'm Janet Huxley, reporting for the Crusade Channel News Desk, live from the Dothan Ranch and Farm, south of Kansas City, Missouri. This report is brought to you by the Founders Trade and Post, featuring our very own gourmet coffee, Capuchin Dark Roast, in whole bean and fresh ground. Start your morning like a crusader with a fresh brewed cup of Capuchin Dark Roast coffee, available at mikechurch.com forward slash shop. Here's what to listen for this hour. The House passes GOP debt limit bill as House Speaker McCarthy tries to draw Biden into negotiations. Moscow weaponizes Russian Orthodox Church against Ukraine, says Newsmax. More body dumping in Cancun and SpaceX wins approval to add the fifth U.S. rocket launch site. The House passes GOP debt limit bill. Our political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose reports. A Republican bill to raise the debt limit and slash government funding passed the U.S. House of Representatives after the 11th hour tweaks won over a group of GOP holdouts. The bill serves as House Republicans' opening bid in talks with Joe Biden, a Democrat, later this year over the debt limit and federal budget. The White House called the bill a reckless attempt to extract extreme concessions and said Biden would veto it if it ever reached his desk. The final tally was 217 to 215. Four Republicans joined Democrats in voting against their party's signature piece of legislation. The vote was a victory for House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, a Republican from California, capping off a 24-hour sprint that saw party leaders work past 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday morning to amend the bill. It's always so ridiculous to me when it's mentioned that politicians have worked into the early morning, in this case into 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's as if they were forced into this and they should be seen as great heroes for working well into the early morning, when in reality no one conscripted them into service, they chose this, and it's a very privileged life in many ways. For the Crusade Channel, I'm political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. In the media coverage of Ukraine, one key factor has received relatively little attention, the role of the Russian Orthodox Church in supporting this unjustified and brutal war, writes Newsmax. In the Kremlin's view, and in the explicit words, Patriarch Kirill of Moscow, the leader of the ROC, the brutal assault against Ukraine is a metaphysical battle. Shockingly, the ROC has given spiritual and ideological justification for the most barbaric war Europe has witnessed since World War II. According to Newsmax, the outlet went on to say, as Russian aggressors torture and behead Ukrainian POWs, as they rip Ukrainian children from their families and deport them to places unknown under the guise of evacuation schemes, as they engage in atrocities unheard of in our civilized world, the ROC has worked to incite war fervor, even goading the faithful in these most violent efforts. It should be no surprise to know that Patriarch Kirill was once a former KGB agent, tasked with with repudiating criticisms of religious oppression in the Soviet Union. Today, he blesses the soldiers responsible for these atrocities, assuring them that their sins are forgiven. Sacrifice in the course of carrying out your military duty washes away all sins. 
The bodies of eight people were found dumped in the Mexican resort of Cancun, one of the country's most popular tourism destinations. Authorities said this week the bodies were discovered over the weekend about 10 miles from Cancun's beach and hotel zone after police launched a coordinated effort to search for missing people in wooded lots and even sinkhole ponds also known as cenotes, Mexican authorities said. Oscar Montes de Oca, the head prosecutor of the Caribbean coast state of Quintana Roo, said five of the bodies were found at an abandoned construction site. Three were then identified as previously reported missing people. Three sets of skeletal remains were discovered at a separate site in a wooded area on the outskirts of Cancun near a poor neighborhood, close to the resort's airport, authorities said. They have not yet been identified. Montes de Oca said authorities estimated the bodies were dumped there between a week and two months ago. According to the government, more than 112,000 people are listed as missing throughout the country. While crimes are more common in other areas of the country, Cancun and other resorts were typically regarded as safe travel destinations. But drug cartels have begun disposing of the bodies of their victims in clandestine body dumping grounds, especially as several cartels fight for control of the Caribbean coast and its drug trade. Our quote of the day, the nation doesn't simply need what we have, it needs what we are. St. Teresia Benedicta. And coming up, our saint of the day, one of the most important figures in the Catholic Reformation in Germany. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. Hey, have you ever been told that you can't complain about something unless you tried to fix it? Yeah, well, that doesn't really work on interstates or the Swamp of Mordor, but it does apply to your kingdom, family, and community. So, get started on your broken Christendom contractor's license by making plans to join me, a cast of amazing presenters, and your fellow crusaders at our third annual For Alter Culture and Trade Congress, May 5th, 6th, and 7th in Arnoville, Louisiana. Get your tickets and more info today at crusadechannel.com forward slash congress. Our saint of the day is St. Peter Canisius. He was one of the most important figures in the Catholic Reformation in Germany. He played such a key role that he has often been called the second apostle of Germany, in that his life parallels the earlier work of Boniface. Although Peter once accused himself of idleness in his youth, he could not have been idle too long, for at the age of 19, he received a master's degree from the University at Cologne. Soon afterward, he met Peter Faber, the first disciple of Ignatius of Loyola, who influenced Peter so much he joined the recently formed society. Society of Jesus. At this early age, Peter had already taken up a practice he continued throughout his life, a process of study, reflection, prayer, and writing. After his ordination in 1546, he became widely known for his editions of the writings of St. Cyril of Alexandria and St. Leo the Great. He could often be found visiting the sick or imprisoned, even when his assigned duties in other areas were more than enough to keep most people fully occupied. It was in 1547 that Peter attended several sessions of the Council of Trent, whose decrees he was later assigned to implement. He taught in several universities and was instrumental in establishing many colleges and seminaries. He wrote a catechism that explained the Catholic faith in a way that common people could understand. A great need of that age. 
Renowned as a popular preacher, Peter packed churches with those eager to hear his eloquent proclamation of the gospel. He had great diplomatic ability, often serving as a reconciler between disputing factions. In his letters, filing eight volumes, one finds words of wisdom and counsel to people in all walks of life. At times he wrote unprecedented letters of criticism to leaders of the church, yet always in the context of a loving, sympathetic concern. At 70, Peter suffered a paralytic seizure, but he continued to preach and write with the aid of a secretary until his death in his hometown of Nijmegen, Netherlands, on December 21, 1597. The U.S. Space Force said on Monday that Elon Musk's SpaceX was granted approval to lease a second rocket launch complex at a military base in California, making it its fifth launch site in the United States. Under the lease, SpaceX will launch its Workhorse Falcon rockets from Space Launch Complex 6 at Vandenberg Space Force Base, a military launch site north of Los Angeles, where the space company operates another launch pad. It has two others in Florida and its private Starbase site in South Texas. The new launch site, vacated last year by the Boeing-Lockheed joint venture United Launch Alliance, gives SpaceX more room to handle an increasingly busy launch schedule for commercial, government, and internal satellite launches. Send me your tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com and stay tuned to the Crusade Channel with live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere. Up next, the Mike Church Show continues. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley for the Crusade Channel, seeking news and finding truth.